Christian is uh, celebrating Christmas today with all kinds of Titans, like Christmas paraphernalia all over him. He's yeah, got he lights, got it all. And, lights and everything. Uh, this guy was celebrating a bowling a couple days ago. Rick Stock still joins us from Middle Tennessee hey. uh, football. Rick, what's up? How are you? Great. I'm great. How y'all doing? I need those. I need four tickets. Hey, let me be the winner. <laughs> I think you might have a connection or two, Coach. I don't know. <laughs> hey, they've, all said, they've, all, they've all said no. <laughs> they've all said no. <laughs> Next time y'all play in the Bahamas Bowl, we got to get uh, Don Davenport on the sideline for you. Right? Can't you, like, I don't know, request or something, Coach? Come on, help me out. I don't have any stroke, Don. They don't listen to me. <laughs> but I would so love awesome. to be there. How was Bahamas, like, what's the trip like? How is it difficult to focus as far as preparation? I know you've, you've done it before with the team, but what's the pluses? What's kind of the minuses of, of that pretty cool bowl game? Yeah, Don, it was great. Uh, everything was good. It was highly organized. Really a lot of nice, neat things for the guys to do. This year it was, you know, very stressful from a logistics standpoint because of COVID testing here and there and, you know, everything that we had to do in preparation for that, just that aspect of it. But, you know, the, once we got there and got through customs and we did all our testing, you know, it, it was great those four days. And then, you know, unfortunately we – you know, had, a, had three guys out, you know, the night before uh, because of medical reasons. Uh, you know, so, but it, it's a great bowl. It's a great experience. The weather was fantastic. And obviously when you win, it makes it that much more enjoyable. Underdog win, right? Big underdog. Yeah. Well, not that he pays any attention to that, right, Coach? 10.5, 10 and a half point dog. <laughs> Love it, coach. <laughs> line winner. Well, as a former quarterback, your quarterback played well. Two seventy through the air and two touchdowns. That's a, that's a good day. Yeah, you know, he, he, you know, just a young. He's just a pup, and he, you know, uh, started out. You know, that first game uh, had a rough outing, but you know, he's a very poised, confident kid and a young man, and. Um, you know, got better and better each week. And, you know, the Florida Atlantic game, he got hurt early in the game and, you know, came back and rebounded really well, you know, in the bowl game. And I'm proud of him and, you know, just how he played. And, you know, he's got a bright future ahead of him. Coach, um, great job. Way to get that win. I was able to catch you guys um, last home game of the season. And um, your seniors, you had a lot of seniors. Anybody – you know, after this bowl game, anybody talking about coming back or, or running it back and trying to get that COVID year and go again at it? Well, everybody that can come back is coming back. That's then, cool. obviously, the ones that can't are all leaving, and, you know, they'll start their preparations and hopes and dreams to, to play at the next level. So uh, don't, we didn't have any, you know, surprises of guys that we thought could come back that, uh, are not coming back. Bill Tennessee football coach Rick Stocksell with us. Coach, how challenging is it for you guys now uh, that the recruiting uh, element to everything you do has completely changed with the early signing period, the February signing period, 
And, and more importantly, I guess, uh, to my question, the transfer portal, how challenging is that? How, how do you monitor it? How different are things now? It's, you know, completely different. It's night and day to, from what it used to be just a few years ago. Uh, the transfer portal is here to stay, so you've got to embrace it whether you like it or not. Uh, I spent an enormous amount of time just trying to manage uh, our roster, you know, and you, know, you lose guys and who's out there, you know, that you could pick up. And, you know, me personally, I, I, you know, the, the high school kid, the high school athlete, to me, in my opinion, is the one that is getting, you know, is suffering through this transfer portal deal. Yep. Because college coaches uh, feel like they can, you know, get somebody out of the portal that's already played a year or two. And plus, if you get him, uh, you've got him. You don't have to worry about him leaving, whereas you sign a high school player or a junior college player, you may develop him for a year or two years, and you got him now where you where he can help you, and all of a sudden he goes into the portal, and that changes the dynamic of your roster and your team, and you basically have to start all over. Coach, I just wanted to tell you, man, you do a great job. I was able to come up there. I mentioned that game I came to. Your recruiting um, director handles it, and, and, and y'all put on – Quite a quite a nice show. I'm, I'm gonna give it to you. So being able to lock down the state, people start thinking of Tennessee and Vanderbilt starting to lock it down. But you guys, you guys get your pick of the litter as well. How do you go about doing that and being able to pick the guys you want to go get? Yeah, you know we're, we're not gonna beat Tennessee or you know you know the Power Five, the you know SEC schools. We're we're not gonna beat those guys, and that's okay because there's plenty of kids out there. And uh, I think the big thing that we have to do here or anybody at this level has to do, you have to do a great job of being able to project people, poor players, project them, you know, their growth potential, uh, you know, their ability, you know, how, how we, you really have to take your time and develop. And, and you know, Kevin Byard's an example everybody knows. I mean, he didn't have any offers coming out of, I mean, big offers coming out of, uh, high school, but, you know, after two years here, you know, he could have played at any school in the country. And, uh, you know, now he's the best safety in the NFL. So you get, just got to do a good job of project, projecting guys. And, you know, uh, and then once you get them, you have to develop them because we're not going to get the the ready-made guy. We're not going to get the Auburn, the Alabama, the Florida State, those guys that are ready-made, you know, we got to get the 6'3", 260-pound lineman and hopefully put some weight on him. And by his second year, now he's 6'3", 6'4", 300, where the bigger schools are going to – they can get that guy already. And uh, so, to me, that's the difference. Coach, by the way, just, just want to throw this out here. You also do a phenomenal job of developing them as young men and getting them ready to go out and be productive young men in the world. And I think – Sometimes that is overlooked across college football, and I just want to say that we appreciate what you do to help develop and change the lives of these young men, and you've been doing it for a long time and have done a great job. So we appreciate you, Coach. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that, Dawn. And, you know, anybody that – at any coach at any level, whether you're Little League or AAU or high school, college, whatever, pro, I mean, that's part of your responsibility is to, you know, help these – young men and women, no matter what sport you coach, to, 
you know, to be ready to take on the world because, you know, eventually that ball, whether it's a football, a basketball, a baseball, a volleyball, whatever, eventually somebody's going to tell you you can't play anymore. And you've got to be able to have the life skills and the ability to, you know, survive in this in this world and provide for your family because you're going to live a heck of a lot longer than you're going to play. Rick Stockstill, uh, Middle Tennessee football coach. Coach Stock, uh, real quick on the way out, but back to the transfer portal. I'm just curious, do you guys, like, hold a few scholarships just in case something happens in the portal where somebody does want to come near Nashville and play for you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. and, and just like – you know, right now, we, we took one out of the portal, you know, in this early signing period. Uh, but I guarantee you, you know, after every bowl game, after the bowl games today, there's going to be people jumping in it. And as soon as their game is over, there's going to be people going in it. There'll be people going in it after spring practice. And a lot of college coaches have talked about, and I considered it but not doing it, is moving spring practice back later. Because now uh, May 1st is the, you know, you got to declare if you're going in the portal by May 1st. You know, last year it was July 1st, so they've moved it up. So, you know, when spring practice is over, you're going to have a bunch of guys, well, I'm third on the depth chart, I'm out of here. And, uh, oh, you, know, it's, uh, you know, you're, you're going to see it, you guys, throughout the, 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 the next semester coming up until May 1st. That's really interesting, and a lot of these guys with NIL deals uh, are looking for a place where they can be on the field, which is something that you can sell, Power 5 guy, right? Like yeah. So uh, that's another interesting element to it. Yeah, and there's no question. And, uh, you know, again, the NIL, that's here to stay, and it's, uh, yeah. you know, it's legalized cheating. <laughs> Bingo! Bingo. Coach, I always love conversation with you, man. Uh, congrats on that hey, I- of the season. I got yes, I got one question for you. Yes, sir. Slay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk to me, Coach. What kind of music you like? Coach, I like it all, baby. I like I like hip hop, I like rap, I like R and B, I like country, jazz. All right. You can't miss me. I hear it because I'm an old school R and B guy. I'm you know, Marvin Gaye, all that stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. And I don't know if you go by the name Slay Ride or not. But you need to listen to my man, Alexander O'Neill. Oh, Have you ever listened to that song? Yes, yes. I'm an Alexander what? O'Neill fan, yes. Well, you know he's got a song called Slay Ride, right? Coach, I did not know, but I will I will after this show. <laughs> I can promise you that. Joe Hunt's about to go find it. He will at 420. <laughs> when, we, when we hang up, you need to Google it because it's, it's, it's a good one. I think about it every time I listen to it. I think about you. Hey, man, say no more, hey, Coach. And, and Tavares told me, Tavares Jefferson told me to tell you hello, man. That You talk yeah, about raising good young men, that's one of them. He's a good one. So with that uh, sleigh ride, you know, uh, I might be still get him four tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work on that, coach. Don't you worry, man. I, I, I might not get, you just got a glimpse into his recruiting yeah. right there. <laughs> I like it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Coach Stein. <laughs> Merry <laughs> Christmas, man. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Appreciate y'all.